0: Hey everybody, happy Sunday evening. What's so good to be here? It's so good to have you at nighttime. When we can talk steamy stuff. Just teasing, how are you? It's so good that you make it out on these nights that are just, you know, this is like Grammy night, I think, for a lot of you who just live for this, this night of music, which is, you know, kind of mixed blessing, isn't it? Kind of bittersweet today with the loss of Whitney Houston. And, um... I uh, can't wait to discuss a little bit of that with you. Not a lot of analysis is going to happen, but we're going to go into some details. This is a Scorpio moon. We have to honor it, right? So it's good to have you guys here. I um, so appreciate it. And I'm so excited to bring my guest on with me because even though he got to do my Hay House show with me, those just feel like It's just not enough to share. So this is his first time hosting with me at 12radio.com, and he's doing it in the middle of our sale, which is so sweet. Please welcome, if you will, everybody, my dear friend, my respected colleague. And scholar, Mr. Mo Abdelbaki. Mo, are you with hey, me? Hey, I'm
1: with you, Mark. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're
0: very kind. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so are you. I can I love that you came out tonight. This is so fun to play together, oh, yeah. and it, I respect your head so much. And I can't wait to pick it around all these things that are going <laughs> on because. We know you live. You, you do you live in a book, Mo? Basically, <laughs> <laughs> does your head always is, like, or is it on the internet these days? Is oh, that like- you know both. I mean, I
1: I really am. You know, I'm becoming kind of absent-minded, and I realize that. Um, I, you know, I'm writing a book. I have the Power Peak article every week. I have to the the show and then their clients. And, and after a while, you know, when you say, what did I do with those green beans? And you find them in the cupboard opened up, you know, yeah. you
0: realize that oh, that's where they went. You know, I am so glad you say that Mo, because it's the truth. I mean, you're one of the few people that get to, that I can share that thing with the Power Peak and the writing and the, you know, it's like managing the, what you're going to do for the radio script, the, um, you know, publishing, managing the sites. It's like, then the little things like, you know, I left the lid off that thing in the middle of the (laughs) counter, never really did make the coffee that I thought I made, yada, yada. It is kind of like, I'm eating more coconut oil. I can tell you that after I heard it helps with the memory loss. (laughs) Yeah.
1: i just get lost. Well,
0: do you, and so, but when you like are recovering your, like, 'Cause I'm since I've known you and me and Mo and I go way back. Um go back to the days when we had a brick and mortar store mm. and um when I had way more hair on my head and <laughs> Mo's was way darker. We had this little um Mo would like pick a topic And go learn it. And he would just, you know, like, I'm going to learn the I Ching. And I'm thinking, yeah, well, I already know the I Ching. Well, he would come back and explain the I Ching in such a way that I realized I don't know anything. And (laughs) now when you do that, Mo, is that like... That bookworm knowledge, is that what you just, you just dive into your research, into that beautiful library you have? I mean, what's your method? I, I am obsessive. There's no doubt about it
1: um, and a bit compulsive. And so when I want to learn something, it's not enough for me to say, okay, this is what I want to learn. Um, I, I want to know why this is the way it is. I for me, because you know there's so many things out there that aren 't worth our time, you know um, you know how many oracles there used to be out there, Mark, back in the story, I mean, oh you got my God, every week, yeah, yeah, and some of them were you know really great, and some of them weren 't so great. Um, and, for example, when I went and jumped into the runes, um, I started off with, you know, the uh, the Ralph Bloom book, right, yep. which everyone yep. – and he didn't know runes. Uh, so
0: then, uh, you know <laughs> – What are going to say from a, on the ground? God that's be- from, from something else. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's good to know. Yeah. I love that. Okay, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and then out came, you know, Dr. Stephen Flowers, who named himself uh, Eldred, Eldred, Th- Eldred Thorson. Remember those books uh, oh, from The Well that's... of Word and all that? That. but i i went to the source i went to guido von list because to me it's much more important to get to the you know i wanted to find out why and how and i'd always been interested in in mythology of the norse you know cultures and to me if you don't get to the bottom layer um it's not worth it you have to and then eventually you say well this has no basis or wow this is very powerful so that's my process i I believe. I mean, I get into it as much as I can, and uh, because I want to know. See, I'm. If I were a mechanic, I wouldn't just own a car. I I know how to take the car apart and put it back together. Right. Right. You're as right. it is now, if if I if I the, I wave the key at it and it doesn't start, I there's something wrong.
0: Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. And if you were a Western astrologer, you'd probably say that was your Scorpio moon that didn't want to trust things blindfolded, that you want to take them to the bottom. What would a Vedic astrologer say that is in you? Um, Just crazy. No,
1: (laughs) say the same thing. Really? Because I I have a Scorpio moon in both systems. Oh, Uh, but Taurus. So they would say it's because I'm Mars ruled. Mars is in my second house, house of speech. um, And because Jupiter is in Gemini in my eighth house, that's that interest in the occult, but a need to constantly study it. Right. Yes. Uh, In order to to feel that if I feel if I don't own it to a certain extent, do you know what I mean by that? I mean, I really don't know why it is what it is. That I'm in the wrong place. I shouldn't... Well, exactly.
0: Shouldn't. It's kind of like trusting blindly. It, it, is why, um, it is why people like you, me, and every probably person in the chat room has questioned religion. It's why we question, you know, like, are we supposed to blindly just accept this? And there is a certain kind of importance to... Um, I think taking things to a place where they uh, uh we get to own them and not just like okay somebody told me this so you know let me believe it. So I love that, Mo. I think it's an awesome characteristic. And you've come you you definitely are the person I think to, the go-to person when something comes to mind and a new system emerges. What I love about our connection is when you decided to embrace vedic astrology and it was a decision based on a lot of research and a lot of study not once did it ever interfere with uh, the respect that we have for the systems of astrology that we each honor and because there was room for both there was no like which one's better that just seems like a very old 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 argument that no longer seems valid and i really appreciate that between us oh yeah i you know, there's too much, the world's too too big. I mean, yeah, I don't know it all.
1: <laughs> I wish I did. Right.
0: And you found something <laughs> that you embrace and that works for you. And right. like we all do, and that's what matters. And so, and you're, and you really are good at it. And that's why I think I wanted to, um, have a, a light, uh, light discussion of the Whitney Houston event, right. because a lot of people want to take that and there's going to be a lot of astrologers that are going to dive, no nose dive into this. Right. And, um, I think what I find interesting about when, when this kind of thing happens, when a celebrity passes, um, it's so funny, the quotes on the internet, all the Zen Cohens come around, but I remember somebody posting, see, this is proof that having money and wealth and fame doesn't bring you happiness. But you know, when a poor person dies, <laughs> when, when I die, <laughs> my pockets are going to be empty. No one's going to say, this is proof that being impoverished... Brought him happiness. And you, know? hey, you know what? Tell like, that to Hugh Hefner. I'm yeah. sorry. The man is happy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you know, he's pretty happy. So it's like, it's just a sort of like, we don't know. I always like the idea, we don't know. We think we know, we don't know. We weren't in Whitney's shoes. We right. don't know about her life. We get to see what the what the media wants us to see. Um, you know, it, I, I remember her on the Bobby Brown reality show being really seemingly hostile. But at the same time, I wasn't walking in Whitney's shoes. I wasn't living with that guy. I wasn't being beaten. I, you know, so who knows, but what I wanted to do with you was to sort of have both the systems together and, um, basically just see if you saw anything like in her chart, in her natal chart. Cause the, the world, like I want my listeners to know that she was a Leo in the Western system and that she had, um, Venus and the sun together, which is just such a beautiful aspect. Her voice, I'm pretty sure it came from uh, a Jupiter moon connection in Aries in her second house, which also rules Venus for us, you know, the Taurus um, house. Right, exactly. And- Yep. Gave her that power and gave her that magnificence and, the, uh, uh, and a Pisces rising, which, which can lend itself in the Western system to some um, alcohol questions or drug abuse questions. So that's just basic, the basic nature. Um, how vedically does her name. look? Interesting, because it, oh, it actually
1: we come to the same decision, but with a different way. So, for example, she was very tall, wasn't she? She was tall. Okay, because her ascendant in the Vedic system is uh, Aquarius. And so usually, traditionally, uh, Aquarians are generally thought to be tall, right? Yes. Um, And her voice would definitely come from her second house, which is uh, Jupiter and the moon. Of course, they're within three degrees of each other. So that's a powerful voice. And because it's her... Sixth house had actually healed people and touched them. Well, her sixth house is uh, cancer um, in this system. Yeah. So her voice would have been Piscean. In other words, there would have been something, and Jupiter rules it, which means no one mm. could touch her. No one no. could come even close to her. She nope. owned it completely. Um, we would see that she's a Cancerian, um, but she has a Leo uh, Mercury. So that's that part of her I'm going to say, and I have no idea about this because I really, I mean, for me, music kind of ended when Jerry Garcia died, you know? So, yeah. I mean, but,
0: <laughs> for a lot of people, when a lot Jerry people Garcia died, it was I
1: still just, get joked up. But um, it, the truth of the matter is, is that I don't, from her chart, I don't think she was ever comfortable with fame. Uh-huh. Um, I think it might have. It hit her. It hit her early. It hit her hard. But I can see that there were parts of it that probably terrified her. And one of the things that we would say was, you know, um, her tenth house lord, which is Mars and Scorpio, uh, is in her um, eighth house, and that's the house of death. So we would say that if anything hurt hurt her or killed her, it was her fame that did that. Um, and, of course, that's such a cop-out. But you know what I'm saying, right? Oh, I, and Yeah. I just feel that, um, obviously, everything you saw, I see. And it's amazing because it does work, you know. Um, the, the lunar side of her voice, because we say that she's a Venus sun in Cancer and the moon is in her second house, that means that she sang from her heart, from her soul, and
0: from her pain. Yes, Oh, yeah, that's really good. Now we have Pluto, where you don't have Pluto in the Vedic, right? so no, no, Pluto not was at all. eleven degrees of Virgo, and Mercury was at ten degrees of Virgo uh, again, giving great power and articulation to her voice, mm-hmm. but also when she when she spoke, you could feel the sharpness. This is a person you wouldn't want to get in an argument with um right. for sure i mean there was a there's a certain power that she carried around with her chiron in pisces do you does the vedic system the vedic doesn't use chiron right you're using okay uh for for chiron exactly opposing that point of pluto and mercury so there's to, to to a lot of western astrologers there's a lot of pain in relationship there's a lot of pain uh possibly um and and possibly a lot of healing available and opportunities through um Uh, relationships, the drugs, alcohol is definitely a journey. The thing that I think we have to remember most of all, and this is just a a personal spiritual take for me, is we don't know what our classroom is. We don't, like, a lot of people are like, you know the tragedy and i get all the tragedy of 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 losing things that we love and for us i think it's personal i i think she had an incredible voice i love when she whipped it out and just sort of blew the world away you get all this sort of like uh, patriotic pride when she did the um, oh
1: god yeah you know
0: yeah the the star spangled banner and you're like wow and so that part's um you know that was sad but the the part that we don't know what her soul lesson is we don't know what she was here for we don't know what her classroom was like and I, therefore, it's hard for me to, to summarize um, you know, about her existence, about the, the passing to or from. But it was fun to watch people on Facebook. And I know we all deal with death in a, in a very different way. And I was very shocked to see that. But at the same time, I was thinking, wow, Whit, you know, it's like a, a, you get to be – you're up there now. You get to be up there in terms of like Marilyn Monroe, Judy Garland. You get to right. be one of the, the icons. And not that that's what she wanted, but it's, it's going to happen.
1: Yeah, Oh, she'll be, I mean, obviously remembered um, forever. I mean, she. people are saying she was one of the best voices of the 80s and 90s. And I remember she was the background of that time. Oh. Um, all the movies, you know, and uh, um, I mean, it was just amazing that that song from the bodyguard. Uh boy she belts that out? My God, what a note. The Dolly Parton you know? song, right? It, it, I mean, yeah, I, exactly. I love that. That's
0: right. I and and she was the a cousin, I guess, of Dionne Warwick. And um right. So you know, for all of us, it goes generations. Aretha Franklin was her godmother. I mean, the woman had she was she she had a, a life around her, a bigger than than life life, and she was absolutely stunning. In my opinion, she was just a stunning, stunning uh, beauty. And um, you know, I, I I'm I'm glad we got to at least look at that. It's hard for you know, like I said, it's hard for us to know, but when you look at this, it's like wow, this is who she is. And you, I think you're right about um, being public. A lot of her chart is below the chart. In yeah. in Western astrology, so I think she wasn't like so fond of being up there. Um, I think it was dangerous for her. I think that there were
1: obviously it was. I, I know there was quite a history of drug addiction and so on, um, and and I just think that. For so many people, I mean you know I mentioned Jerry Garcia earlier, but yeah. jerry garcia's drug um drug business had to do with the you know the sacrament of the summer of love, which was l s d and he did a lot of other drugs too, harder drugs, much harder drugs, but he was that was that culture, and I think the diff- the culture in the eighties was very different oh yeah um, it was more sinister for some reason it
0: (laughs) wasn't was it it, yeah i agree it's like it's it's so fun to watch that evolution but it was sort of like the birth of i mean it it was reaganomics it was we were getting conservative we were getting angry uh, we were you know know, taking charge of whatever you know gasoline it it seemed different as opposed to that sort of summer of love you know which i remember never feeling the kind of um rage in those days as i felt well, like you said rage.
1: summer of love was very cool i just wanted to be there you know and <laughs> of course i wouldn't be here but
0: <laughs> i don't think there's a person listening to you that's shocked that you wanted to be there <laughs> i think you're like the classic icon of that era i mean you know you, you should wear tie-dye all the time I, I was i was
1: outside today and you know how cold it is here you know yeah. it's like you know, 18 degrees and there are people walking around in shorts and without coats on. And all I could think of was, I wish I still had long hair so I could tuck it in back and keep my neck warm, you know? so <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I'll grow it out again, you know?
0: That, yeah, that's so sweet. Well, you have your beard to tuck around maybe. Oh, trust me, my beard this time of year, I love it. <laughs> so I love that. Good. That's so good. Now, Mo, when you're doing charts, and for those of people that don't understand the Vedic system and a lot of, you know, you guys, it's not about understanding or not understanding the systems. It's about letting the people who do them sort of translate it for you in a way. But Vedic is basically – and Mo, correct me on any level, is um, the the, uh, the Indian system, the Eastern system of astrology. Is is that close enough? That's close enough. Sure. What would you say? Is it different than, like, would you say the
1: Hindu system? What, how would I've, you say I've used that term, but not everyone who uses it, of course, is Hindu, but it started in Hinduism, and it's been around pretty much unbroken chain of, of um, knowledge for about 5,000 years. But because of that, uh, there are thousands of different schools of thought, and each family has their own take on it, and they're very secretive. So I, I like to strip – you know me. I like to strip all the dogma out of stuff as much yeah. as possible um, unless it's my dogma, and then doggone it, I, I want it there. But, you know, the idea is that in, in the Vedic system – It can be very harsh I mean people are afraid of it because they make these pronouncements and you know that's not how life is Um, and of course you know for those of you listening out there I was a Western astrologer tried to be before I got into Vedic astrology and this really clicked for me but the idea is that it it is very scientific in a way that I like and yet it still relies in my opinion a great deal on intuition so it's it's a mixture of all sorts of different worlds Mm. um and of course in in india to this day now there are people who don't like it but there are people who absolutely you know they won't they won't take their child for their first haircut without seeing an astrologer marriages are still uh charted by an astrologer and there's a big scam thing going on there too which is oh you haven't afflicted this or that you're gonna have to buy a ring from my cousin, you know,
0: one of those. things. <laughs> they do that too. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> well, I think that's prevalent everywhere, and I think the the advice is to always. I think referrals matter. Go to trusted resources. Um, right. That's why we created one to listen to to offer that to people a place of safety where they could at least know the people we knew the people and we're backing them up, and of course, which you are one of. After you got into Vedic astrology, which came first, Tarot or astrology? For you, no, I
1: was um, I got into astrology because of Tarot. I had been working with Tarot from the. I got my first deck when I was ten years old, and was fascinated from with it from the time I was just a, a a little kid, and. Uh, I studied it and studied it, but nothing really made sense to me. I shouldn't admit this, but until I got the uh, Thoth deck in about 1975 or so, and that's when my life changed. But on on these, these cards, there are um, indications of... Of the planets, so you 've got you know the different planets and the different zodiac signs, which I really knew very little about, and that 's what prompted me and It was before actually before I, uh, I came into the the twelfth house, and I really thought to myself um, i 'm going to learn this, oh, I figure it take me three months to learn astrology." And Uh you know what book I got? Remember Max Hendel's book, The Message of the Stars? I do. That was the first book I bought on astrology. And I it was just too it was much more than I anticipated. I was gonna say that's a big jump. (laughs) (laughs) But more than that, I realized that it was a lifetime pursuit and I still study something every day. I'm just kind of a nut about that.
0: So. Yeah. And, and so I want to address this Tarot thing you have okay? Um, because this is the first time I think it's very important that people hear this. Um, Mo has been studied since I met him when he even came to audition at the at the 12th house, which is what we had them do in the early days, uh, just like we do now. He brought his big Crowley deck, which was one that I had loved anyway, because it was it was had the astrological symbolism to it. And he mastered that and presented it in a way no one has ever presented it before. And and since I've known you, Mo, I don't think you've ever stopped freaking studying it. In fact, you just revealed a really wonderful thing to me the other day that you had just learned. So here's the thing. Mo is now taking that to 1-2 Academy. He's taking that to you, the people listening. He is, for the first time since I've known him, willing to open up and give people a journey, guided journey from the very beginning, whether you're a professional or you don't know it, on the Thoth Tarot, the T-H-O-T-H, tarot, tarot, which we call the Crowley Tarot for short sometime because Thoth, it sounds like we're trying to say something and have a lisp, <laughs> um, but it's one, and he, we put the class up, he's talked about it, it's going to be a series, this is your chance to do a journey with Mo, um, we, we've, I really feel like if you ever, 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 now there's many people that you hear of teaching the Tarot these days and the first people that come to your mind likely and i mean this with all my heart studied under this man Um, mo is like one of the original teachers uh, honestly and if you ever want to grab your that bridge between astrology and tarot this is your chance very beginning class coming up i'm going to put the link in the in the room it was on the 22nd mo what'd you decide Right. Well, what I'm going to do is I'm
1: going to have this Wednesday, for those of you who don't know my style or what this class will entail, because I don't want you to, you know, if you don't want to take a big investment, there's no reason to. But on the 15th, which is uh, this coming Wednesday at 6 p.m. Pacific time, I'm going to do a 20-minute introduction. Here's what the class is going to be. Today is one, two day. You can go sign up
0: for it now for 12 bucks.
1: You know, oh, and that, that's
0: yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. You guys at one two academy is where you sign up. The number one, the number two, like 12 dot com. On the front page you will find Mo's intro. Is it just the intro to the Just the it's the introduction to Mo's Master tarot class. Okay. So. so that's $12. You guys, you get the real taste. That's where okay. you can decide if this investment is one you want to take. I, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Mo, I'm so happy that you're doing this. I want, if you guys know anybody interested in the TRO, this is the man's going to open up and spill the, his beans. And, and I'm just. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my brother and I were talking about that earlier. Oh, can I give a quick shout-out to my brother? Please, yeah. yeah. My brother, uh, is, his birthday is today. He turned 50 years old. I called him uh, Abraham Lincoln Abdulbaki because he's born on Lincoln's birthday, but his name's Happy, Chef Happy. And Chef Happy, you may recall, was on my show for Mardi Gras last year. He's going to be on a week from tomorrow. We're going to do Mardi Gras again. So uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, he's so cool. And his, his son, my nephew, uh, Peyton, comes into the chat room and listens to the show. So I think they're listening now. So happy birthday, and uh, and Peyton, thank you for listening in. So happy birthday, um,
0: happy chef, yeah. chef happy,
1: <laughs> chef happy. Yeah, he's doing real well too. Yeah, so. He is a fool. He's a he's a real chef. He is a he is an honest to god chef, and now he's actually working for a huge company. Uh, he is the the head executive chef in a in a hospital in New Orleans, uh, where they deal with uh, he's he's feeding 2000 people a day. Oh, and uh God. yeah, before then I mean he worked in restaurants, he owned a couple. He had a catering company in Austin. He he uh, he's been through it, you know. So I love and that. uh He can cook like a madman. It's just unbelievable. That's so (laughs) fun.
0: I'm (laughs) envious of you cooks out there. Yes, and you too. Hey, you guys, We're can you believe, Mo, we did a 30-minute thing here? This is crazy. Um, And um, lovely uh, April in the room is like, you guys talked about so much in 24 minutes. Here's the deal. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, You can call the phone lines. But before you do, if you want me to be able to look at your chart, you have to write John, and he's posted that up there at Astrologic at AOL.com. The number you're going to call is 218-862-7200, extension 870 Three oh three. That's in the chat room if you're in there. Just to look at the top right corner. Uh, you write John at astrologic at AOL.com, give him your date, time, and place of birth. Mo's going to throw those wonderful cards when you call. Have questions ready. We are going to take you guys to new levels. So we're going to come back right after this short interruption. And uh, this is Mark Husson, and I'll be with Mo Abdelbaki. Thanks, you guys. See you in a minute. Hey everybody, welcome back. Thanks for your patience. That was fun. You guys always talk about food in that chat room. It is so funny. Mo, did you come back with me? I am right here and I'm hungry. (laughs) How can you not be? I'm like, seriously, there's recipes in the room. I mean, your brother's a chef and is a chef. It's like, okay, these people are cooking. It's so good. We decided not to do readings today because I wanted to just have uh, Mo look at my life since I was three. Just easy. (laughs) Don't hang up
1: anymore. (laughs) I I felt that, Mark. (laughs) I felt that electricity in the air crackling. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love to mess with the temperament of the fates. It's terrible. But um, so, Mo, we have a we have a lot of people who've called in to get uh, uh, some support and talk to us. Uh, are you ready to take some calls with me? I am absolutely ready. Okay, so um, we're going to start Val, uh, with uh, caller uh, area code nine two zero. If we could, I hear those cards shuffling. Nine two zero. Hi, this is Paul. Hi, Paul. How's it going? Hello, Paul. Good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good today. Where are you calling from? I'm in Watertown, Wisconsin. You're in Wisconsin. Wow. Say hi to Watertown for me. So nice. Now, Paul, I have you as a Taurus with a Libra rising and a Capricorn moon. Does that sound right to you? absolutely and i do the western form of astrology and mo's doing the western form of tarot or maybe the universal form of tarot but you can hear him shuffling in the background give us a question that you're looking at paul and let's see if we can help okay
2: um so i just got done writing a book it's a book about a course miracles and i put it out there on the web um being the kind of person that i am though it's been a, it's been a healing journey for me and i'm not sure what value it has for other people or whether this is the direction that i should keep pursuing you know kind of as a career direction or is this something that i should think of as just being my own plan for myself
0: oh wow very interesting question and great topic that you're writing with would you happen to be related to trixana Yes, this is her husband. Well, hi, nice to meet you. She's so proud of you and your work. And she's so, and she is one, when she gets behind you, that's a hurricane of wind and support. So nice. So it's nice to meet you. Mo, do you get a hit right away or do, do you need a minute to lay a spread? No, I,
1: I get an immediate hit, Paul, and that's that this book that you wrote from your heart, your experience, has a lot for other people uh, that they will gain quite a bit from it and that they will there's value there. Um, I think that it's only a part of what you should be doing. Do you teach now?
2: um, not not really, but it's certainly something that I'm thinking to get into more. You know, I've started setting up a website and thinking about what the next project's gonna be, you know, is it gonna be another book, is it gonna be some kind of audiovisual thing or
1: something else? Well, the reason I say that is because I think that the book is an excellent idea. I think that it's a labor of love for you, but it is also something that people will benefit from. You benefited from writing it and living it, actually. So now the next step is to actually connect to people and begin to... Um, oh, I was going to say minister to them, but I think you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, I do. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's what a- about you, Mark? Well, I see... Now, you're a Taurus, Paul, and you have the sun in the seventh house, which is really an indication that your attention is a- about other people. It's it's on the world around you. Jupiter is about gosh, we're looking at uh, not not February. Let's see. Right around the middle of March, Jupiter's gonna hit that sun, and this is the I believe this is gonna be the third and final hit of Jupiter on your sun. And what we're gonna see, I believe, is that help that you've been looking for that support i also think that there may be like the book mo nailed it when he said that this book was written for you a labor of love and therefore it will be a la- it will be something that contributes to the lives of others that may take a little time Mm-hmm. to get it going and in the meantime what we got to do is make sure that you are consistently staying on your path of passion because Jupiter's going to hit that sun then it's going to hit your mercury i think you might end up doing some teaching you might end up doing some book signings or like going around and 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 having your voice be heard uh, so people can understand who you are i think having the book done is amazing just because it's finished Having it go viral may take a little bit of time. I'm looking at possibly, you know, just Jupiter at the top of your charts a couple of years uh, away. That's not bad at all, Paul. But the big thing is what happens with you as a person. Now that that book is established, you get the word out there. You let the book cook a little bit. You're a Capricorn moon. It's in the third, so you should be writing. It's very good that you're doing that. Now we just want to see, like, in the language of the Course, let the Holy Spirit do its work from here on out just like the book is there, let yourself like, okay, wherever you're supposed to be going, but I think the work is going to be with you now, I think it's you getting out there because you represent that book, you talking, you you uh, maybe even doing another book, like you said having one ready, but your passion is going to be up, Jupiter's right on your sun sign, look to the year 2000 it happened 12 years ago that whole cycle 2000, 2001 and 2002, were really, should have been monumental in some way for you, were they Paul?
2: Yeah, that was a pretty big time for me because I moved from England to the um, to America in 2000, October, and so that was a you know big expanding my horizons
0: in a very big way. Well, here we are again, buddy. You ready? I think so. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) We're ready for you, Paul. Get it out there. This is the time. We'll make sure that there's, you know, we want to, you know, you know, we have Kim Bach on the show before mine. Um, We got to get you on a list. We got to get when you're ready to make a presentation, when you feel moved to do that get your voice out there. And you're, there's a lot of people behind you first and foremost, your lovely wife. And then the, you know, we're all about the course. So I wish you the best. You have nothing to worry about. Just ride this, but don't obsess about it being the book. This is about you. I think Mo, that was excellent course of, of discovery to bring it back to who he is. Yeah. And and you, I
1: agree with everything you said. I mean, it's just the timing. Everything seems very perfect. It's,
0: this is a process. It is, Paul. And just stay with it. Don't get frustrated. Don't expect it yesterday. You're a Taurus. No one knows patience like you do. But trust that, okay? Yep. Okay, we will do. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Good luck. Thank you, thank you Paul. Us Good talking talk. to you. And, Mo, speaking of classes and, and et cetera, teaching, Mo's big, big class, you guys, the one that he's going to be introducing on the 15th is on actually the 29th of this month is right. a, it's on the leap year day the very last day of february we're not going to see a day like that for what four more years four years i love that idea it's like it's brilliant it's like
1: indiana jones finding that that one moment when the light comes through the window you know that to me is <laughs> what that feels like Ooh, it's a day cool. that doesn't exist i love it I love
0: it too. You guys, really, we're going to support you in taking that class. It's really going to be a treat. Let's talk to area code seven nine. No, nine seven nine. If we could, bow.
3: Hi there. Hi. Hello. What's your name? Hi, this is Cody calling.
0: Hi, Cody. This is Hello, Mark. Did you know Mo?
3: Of course, I do. I love you both.
0: We <laughs> love that. We love you too. Trust yes, me. He loves me more, Mo. Everyone no, yeah.
1: hey, hey, no. loves you more. <laughs> That's because he get to know me.
3: Oh, my God. I've been a big fan of both of you guys on your Facebooks and on the oh, wow. with Mark on your Hay House show. I love that show.
0: You're so sweet, honey. Thank you so much. And you're Aries with the very top of her chart in in our system. You get cancer rising, a cancer moon, beautiful, beautiful chart, lots of water. Cody, what brings you to call the show?
3: Well, I'm at a really transitional point in my life right now. I've got a lot of things that I'm wanting to happen. And I'm just kind of wondering. I mean, I've got three basic areas that I want to know I want information on. And that includes I'm moving in June um i want to know what i should do with my career and of course i am very interested in in learning if i'm going to meet somebody special so do i have to pick one of those things
0: well it'll all kind of weave together you know they're not no you don't have to pick anything we would never tell an aries that she had to pick just one um but I want to, Mo. Do you get a hit right away, or you? you go? You go. Okay. I'll just say that you're right about the move. Mars should right be at the fourth year house at the fourth cusp of moving right about the time you're about to move, um, because it'll be going forward. Then looks like May twelfth is when. Um, well. After May 12th, it hits your Saturn and then it goes forward and hits uh, your fourth house right about June, right about when you're ready to move. So that's really good. The career thing is going to be a tough one for me because it's being ruled by Uranus. And what it's saying is what you used to do, you're not going to do anymore. And you're used to, I mean, this would imply jobs that gave you a certain amount of freedom um, because Mars is yeah. right there, right? And so this is shaking things up in a big way. Like you're totally ready for some big freedom, big change uh, with Uranus and Aries hopefully something that is exciting to you because this is a really kind of exciting career time whatever you do it tends to get a lot of support behind it cody you have that moon jupiter conjunction at exactly 29 degrees they are together they bring you a ton of good luck um i think what they do is also help you um get your message across in a loving way, whatever that is. It's so interesting because on one hand, you're a caregiver. On the other hand, you're this independent spirit. I think if you taught people how to take care of themselves, you know, and to be independent would be a great thing. Can I ask what you love to do? What is your love?
4: Um, Actually, that is in the
3: the area of what I love to do. I mean, right now I kind of do admin work at universities. It really has nothing to do with anything I'm interested in. But in my life, I'm forever giving people that sort of advice, and all my friends and family always come to me for advice and things like that. My fear, though, is that if I became a counselor, I'd be overwhelmed by all that.
0: Right. Well, yeah, the obligate the uh, the obligatory sort of sitting there, all the people bringing their problems to you You have all this Pisces stuff you would be you absolutely just very well could be and you and you maybe need to do it in an unconventional way, which is, I think, still possible. Let's see if Mo gets a hit through the through those wonderful cards he uses. Well, Cody, uh, the first thing that I see is that you've you put a lot of
1: work into a lot of different things and the things haven't quite worked out the way you anticipated. Um Mm-hmm. Even though those people that you help sometimes do they kind of get in the way of your life a little bit? Yeah. yeah. So I think the move is an excellent idea. Let me make a prediction. Uh, since that's why I'm here. But let <laughs> me make a prediction. And that's that <laughs> by the autumnal equinox, your life will be completely different. True. You will you will have found um, a balance in your life that you completely like. But expect some turmoil in the meantime. It looks like the past relationships have been uh, d- difficult, problematic. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... Will you meet that someone? I do believe you will. And you're going to have to open up your heart to maybe a new paradigm. Because you kind of have a type, don't you? Oh,
2: absolutely.
1: Okay. Not that it's wrong, but it may be uh, you know a little bit too specific. And if you can just relax and start meeting people and just opening up to whatever the wind blows your way... I think that you will find um, you're going to meet someone. And I I believe by this, well, by springtime of next year, you will be in a committed relationship.
0: Dang, I love that. Don't you, Cody? I love that. Absolutely. Oh, that's so exciting. Now, you know, Mo, she has Pluto trining exactly. Pluto at eight degrees of Capricorn at eight wow. degrees of Virgo Chiron at seven degrees of Taurus and and it's all you're so right on because there's seventh house is Capricorn so Cody someone that is so right on I just want to underscore what he said we can breathe that in that's exciting Mo I love it we work well together don't we <laughs> yeah because I can listen and get all excited about what you're saying to her hey Cody so does that feel you? you feeling it
3: Oh my gosh, I'm so feeling, and I feel so blessed that I was able to speak with both of you guys. It's like, wow, who gets to do that? But she Our feels pleasure. a bigger
0: blessing from Mimo. I just had to say. No, just. <laughs> Cody, big hugs to you, sweetheart. Thank you Thank so much. Thank you, Cody. Much. Thank you both so
3: much.
0: Thank you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Um, bye. Let's see. Uh, let's try uh, area code. Can we do 319 Val?
3: Mo and
1: Mark. Hey. This is Marie. Hello, Marie. How are you?
3: I'm so glad to talk with you
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you, sweetheart. We're very glad to talk to you, too. Thank you. So you, you. are an Aquarian, right? You got a birthday coming up? Put- yes.
3: I do, a couple of days. I oh, that's, that's so exciting. Whole year. I said my year wrong. I didn't even realize I, I, I'm going to be 48. This whole entire last year, I've been saying I'm already 48. So I'm to get to be a,
0: <laughs> a Oh, my year. gosh. You get the you extended 48 year. That's, that's right. We awesome. know what
1: that means. It means that 48 is going to be a very important year for you. Oh, yeah. I, thought yeah. I just meant that I was a fruitcake. cake <laughs> Well, I see you in my chat room on Monday night, so I think you must
0: be. <laughs> but oh, that's, that's so cool. cute. I love that. Now, Cody, you're not only an Aquarian. You have a Taurus moon just barely made it into Taurus and a Capricorn rising. Uh-huh. You, you have a buttload of Aquarius. You have Mercury, Saturn, Mars, the Sun sitting in Aquarius, which is just really amazing. And you have Jupiter seconds away from your moon. So we know things are changing in a very, very sweet and wonderful way for you. Let's find out if we can hone in on some specifics for you. Do you have a question you want us to hone in on?
3: I, you know, am I kind of on the right track? Life is pretty nice. It's really just flowing along nice and smoothly. But then I also kind of wonder, yeah, is this it? <laughs> I mean, really, this would be fine if this was it.
0: That's no. so well, cute. I, I heard a Becky Lee song in the background instantly when you said that. <laughs> Mo, you going first? Um, No, you, you, you go. I'm, okay. I it's, I, so Pluto is on your rising sign, Mayor, uh, Mayor, Marie. You're not – there is so – much changing. It's ridiculous. You're giving up this okay. idea that you have to work for everything. You might even feel that you're pulling in a little bit, getting a little more uh, hidden, a little less public even than you used to be because there's a deep brewing sense of wanting to release old beliefs inside of you. In fact, the people are helping you prove that. I think you're going to find yourself like not wanting to work as hard as you used to, not wanting to be identified. Yeah right yes. okay. okay excellent yes. so what we're going to see now jupiter's hitting that moon uh the moon rules the relationship house what's going on with those relationships <laughs> some cra- <laughs> what, good well, stuff <laughs> i love the laugh that's so good <laughs>
1: <laughs> what's going on mary yeah. is it well
0: yeah oh, I, I i feel the same thing and that's what out. i see here Oh, he sees it, yeah. too? Yeah. So is, you wanted, is something going on with them, though? Or are, is there some craziness happening in relationship?
3: Well, it's a long-distance type situation. But, man, as far as I'm concerned, he's the one. But, you know, we're still long-distance. So...
0: He okay, so he's the one. that's still long distance, and I think that's probably going to change here. Not not in the near too distant future. Jupiter on the moon. Let's see what Mo spread says. Maybe maybe it's better long distance. Who knows? Let's see what the wise says. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, depends on the guy. But uh, yeah, definitely, um, Mary. I think that this is going to be a year of change for you. What really shows is that change is coming. It's going to be um, kind of mixed. Um, energies but that it's going to be solid and real and very powerful in your life and that it will change basically i think almost everything in your life it is long distance but like mark says i don't think it's going to be long distance forever
4: okay okay
0: yeah, and you know what? Are you moving, by any chance? Or is somebody moving into? Well, I
3: don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, you're you're
0: calling the psychics for that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> no, I wish I could get money doing that. Going, people call and I go. So are you? And they go, Oh, I, I could. And they like, Well, make a decision. And I go, See, I knew it. No, okay. So Jupiter is on the fourth house. It's at four degrees of Taurus. Your your fourth house is your home. Four degrees of Taurus, exactly. What that suggests, not it doesn't necessarily... Mean a move. It can mean an expansion. It can mean a roommate. It could be that you remodel. But there is an energy and openness for you to change things up. And I think it's the kind of change that says make things prettier. And that could be relocate or that could mean um, paint. But it's going to be up to you, and I think it's one of those things that you are going to love. So something's going to happen at home you're going to love. I think our guy might be um, closer than we think. Um, But I do think it's going to be an exciting sort of like some surprises for you, which Aquarians need, right? Don't you agree? I mean, you've been 48 for two years. Huh? sorry. (laughs) 48 for two years. That's all right.
1: I have to, I have to ask what year it is. If it's an even year, I know I'm an even number, you know, but I I never know. Let me say one thing. Mark said, "I have a feeling that this is the real thing for you and that it's going to uh, be the relationship of your life." If things have been tough in the past, <gasps> right?
3: Yeah. Hey,
1: okay.
0: So that's well, what that's I think. To know. Okay.
3: Hi,
1: Mom. Yeah, and I mean he's well,
0: very what, good. Do you, what sign Marie, uh, Mary is the guy is the person? You know? Oh,
3: I don't know. He's um, uh I don't know. That's okay. so awful.
0: No, that's uh, good actually. Okay. That's kind of refreshing. I mean, yeah. you know, isn't it? It, it really is. is like somebody yeah. who didn't obsess over a chart. I mean, I'd kill myself first, but still, I think it's great. It's refreshing. <laughs> so, Mary, good luck. We got we got good news for you, girl. I'm happy. Thank you so much. Uh,
3: great.
0: Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very day. much. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye-bye. Take care. All right, we have uh, two people at area code 520, so we're just going to trust Valerie to pick the right one. Hi,
3: this is Laurie.
0: Hi, Lori. She did it. No, anyone would have been right, Lori. I'm just teasing. Yeah. It's good to have you on the show. Welcome. You're talking to Mark and Mo, and you're a Sag, and you're a Taurus moon, and you're a Sag rising. Oh, my God. You have Venus in Sag. You have Mercury in Sag. That's so wonderful. What an optimistic light you are. What brings you to call the show, Lori?
2: My daughter told me to call in, so I thought I'd give it a try, and she's been she's been praising you left and right and so i'm Aww. here and i hope oh, she's listening i don't know if she's on
0: the chat i mean the chat but i don't oh, see her so don't oh know. we'll look and see I'll, we'll see if she admits it but i'm not going to say anything since she raved about us mo's gonna have to do this one no i'm teasing i'm teasing <laughs> but, but it is a sweet chart i have to say do you want us to focus on an area of your life Lori?
4: Uh, no, just in general,
2: I just wanted to see what you see in my chart. Um, I used to do astrology, but um it, you know it wasn't uh. I'm good,
0: but I mean I'm not that good. But well, in typical the I mean, Sag with the Taurus Moon would say, "Let somebody else do it. I'm tired of looking at my own chart." No, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a quick rundown, then we're going to have Mopul pull a, a spread for you. And Lori Lines in the chat room is saying hi to you because she's one of our advisors at One Two, and I think she likes your name personally. So. Here we go. You're a Sag, you're Sag rising. The the beautiful thing about Sagittarians is this ability to spread the word, to be evangelical and almost in in passion, inspire people, show them the good the good that's around them. The hard part about Sag is that they often pick people in their lives who sort of want to nail them down and sort of naysayers that they have to push against. A lot of times in the old days, particularly when Jupiter when Pluto was in Sag, um, probably twelve thirteen years ago. It was you guys did that a lot more where you would have to pick someone to push against. Luckily, now you're feeling a little more free. Your your Taurus moon is a passionate moon. You're very creative. You have these amazing things you could do. Great, mom. You're a very solid influence for your children. Jupiter is hitting that moon right now, like so many of the Taurus moons who have called in. I don't know what's going on in your relationship place, but I have to tell you, you need to keep it entertaining and and yet yet stable and but it is being affected there is like change happening in a good way there's laughter coming in uh i don't know what's going on at work i think you take your job seriously i think you honestly work a little too hard i think you do take it a little too seriously and there might be some things that are sort of bogging you down and um What I'm going to tell you is those are going to change. We just got to get through April to see those things shift. And then what's going to happen starting in 2013, we're going to see you not wanting to put up with anything anymore. You're going to be done with putting up with stuff. You're going to take your life way more seriously, ready to have a lot more fun. I think this is an incredible cycle for you. I'm very excited. The only thing I say, don't lose your temper. Try to not lose your temper because you're going to be prone to do that a lot. You're going to see a lot of things wrong. Try to hold on to that. Let's see what Mo sees with this spread. And then we gotta take a, a fast break and we'll come back with questions if we need to. First of all, Mark,
1: you are so good at what you do. Okay. Aww.
0: All right, Lori. No, really? That's amazing. Thank you,
1: Mo. Um so you, yeah, you're in a great place. You, you know the world. You've seen the world. You understand people. You do work too hard. I got the uh, the workaholic card. Uh, and so, but I also know that you are a dear, dear person. You love your family. Your, lo- your family loves you. All you need to do is find something that grabs your imagination, Laurie, and go with it. Okay? Hmm. nice. That sounds good. So go back to astrology if you want or something else. I know we're, we have to cut to a, a break, but just grab it. Take, take it by, by the lapels. All right?
0: Okay. We'll okay. okay. Lori, thank you so much. You're such a trooper. It's so brave of you to call. I'm trusting your daughter that way. It's part of who you are, though. And listen, let keep spreading that light in the world. And don't let that job thing get you down, whatever it is. Just quit obsessing about it. It'll take care of itself. I, you have my word, both of our words. Okay, love. Okay, good. I think we might have, she's already left. You guys, will be back. We got to take our little breaks really fast, but we'll be back with more with the Mark and Mo Show here on. You are listening to the Mark Huston Show here on 12radio.com. Changing the way we listen to the world. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. We're here with Mark and Mo. You're still here, right? You didn't leave. I am. No, no. I'm <laughs> I'm sedentary. I'm here. <laughs> I love it. You know, um, it's so funny. I was telling them behind the scenes. Um, my Taurus cat is like, he's like making noise. I'm like, on break. I was like, what is it? And I looked down and his food bowl is empty. And you could hear the music from like, I don't know, those horror movies where it <laughs> <that> goes. Because <laughs> I looked down and there's his food bowl empty. And I'm like, no. And so he's like, I run back to my office because you can't, you aren't allowed to let that food bowl be empty because he's on a raw food diet, right? So he can eat as much as he wants whenever he wants it. But the Taurus cat wants to know that food is in that dish. And he gave me the look. He chased me. Oh, anyway, funny. Um, I'm sure people are bored with my cat stories, but it's true.
1: Like- I'll talk about my dog. She's right here. <laughs> She's... She heard she heard you talking about your cat and she came over to see me, like, are we really gonna talk about cats, Dad? You know <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, really, I mean, it's seriously, this is like being hounded by a dog who's a cat. It's crazy. But um, it's fun, our little animals, huh? Um and I can hear people going, Clearly they don't have children. <laughs> 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 they talk about their pet. Whatever. Okay, Val, the other five two oh who you didn't pick, would probably appreciate being picked if she held in there with us.
4: Hey. Hey, it's Linda in Tucson.
0: (laughs) Hi, Linda. Linda. (laughs) Welcome to the show. How are you?
4: I'm thrilled to talk to you guys. So I have chickens, (laughs) bees, and cattle, and an 18-year-old cat.
0: Oh, Um, see, animal lovers everywhere. I love it. That is so fun. You have bees? (laughs) You do bees? Yeah, honeybees, honeybees. Wow. Love that. We need them. Yes, we do. We do
4: need them. I'm glad you know that.
0: Oh, yeah. That's so scary. Every time I hear about something's happening to the bees, I get all nervous because I can't fix that. So I've changed my whole outlook on bees. Yeah, I
4: know, I
0: know, I know. So thank you for doing that, Miss Aquarius Moon, which is a really good indicator of that moon. A Gemini sun sign, a Leo rising. Linda, what brings you to call the show? Well, I feel... A little too full. <laughs>
3: <Cool>. <laughs> that's that's
4: full, that's yeah. And oh. I love everything I'm doing. It's just a little bit too much. I don't know quite how to balance uh, all my 10,000 passions and demands and old patterns leaving. So I guess I, I, I could ask something specific, but I'm kind of so scattered right now. I'd love to know just kind of what seems to hold on to as, you know,
0: anchors or wings? Wow. What a, what a, just such an amazing question. Wow. Um, Mo, you mix those cards up. I'm going to run through really fast. You have Jupiter, Mercury, Mars, and Taurus. And it's at the top of your chart is Taurus as well. So there, that Aquarius moon in the sixth house, it is so service, 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 service. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? I know you're overdoing that. And I, and I also know, Yeah, and it's what I think has to happen on this Jupiter return year for you. Look how many Tarses are calling in. This Jupiter return year for you is about wisdom. It's about teaching. It's about giving Mm -hmm. back what you know that other people take Take, take your pa- pass the baton, Linda. Mm. It's like sharing what, you know, consider teaching, consider, um, you know, writing it down, consider putting it in a book form, give it form Jupiter and Taurus. Okay. And I'm telling you this year, the Jupiter hits your, your career house opens up. It's going to hit your son. There's freedom here for you. you really is freedom for you. And then Saturn goes into Scorpio. It trines your Saturn. I think there's a book in you. Is that possible?
4: you would say that, because I I wrote a little piece about bees on a blog for a pretty neat friend who does desert food stuff, so, you know, pollinators relate to that, and this little blog post just kind of took off, and, (gasps) you know, it was tiny, but I thought, hmm.
0: (laughs) Oh, Linda, I can see something here, because you are, you're not the Linda who did one of the most beautiful Christmas stockings for us, are you? Yes. (laughs) Are you? Mo yes. I posted wow. it. I posted I saw it. that it was oh, beautiful, oh wow. my oh, God, I mean this, you guys it was stunning. this woman that's is like hard. that is so amazing. listen, you have to consider sharing your wisdom, and I think that's yeah. going to be the vehicle for you let's see what the cards tell Mo and he'll get he'll he'll put it together
1: yeah, Linda, first of all, that was amazing wasn't that some sort of uh light uh development or something I mean it was just outstanding
0: Linda uh,
4: great memory. It's what they call a cyanotype so that you use the sun to make a print of earth form. So I I like that idea of the sun and the earth. Oh,
1: well, you see, now that's... See, now I'm looking at cards that say that first of all, you, you are what we like to call generally kind of a renaissance person linda and that is that you have a million different interests everything fascinates you the mundane makes you crazy you get bored very easily and that's why you have so many things right um and so i i have the same reputation Um, I don't know if it's true, but yes, you do. Yeah. I mean, I, I like lots of different things. I, you know, I play the didgeridoo, I play, you know, this, I play that, I do this, I do that. Uh, I knit I like to knit. And so, but the point is for you, Linda, is that what you've done is you, you've amassed this incredible amount of knowledge and experience and you're not doing much with it. Um, that's what's missing you have the passion still but you need to be able to to focus it outward into the world believe me there are people who will pay you to to learn what you want to do you don't even have to charge if you don't want but first of all anyone who understands you know the the apian mind apian i don't know how it's but you know bees right anyone who understands that mind understand something that very few of us do i'm telling you you have a community if you have a community college if you want to do start your a blog tell i'm just saying linda there is so much you can pass on and you'll love it because you'll finally <laughs> say this is why i've been gathering all this information to, it's like a brick in the daytime. you know. Mm-hmm. It, it absorbs all that sun, and at 9 o'clock at night when it's dark or 10 o'clock at night, it still gives out heat. The time is now for you to give the heat back. Okay.
0: Yeah, Linda, you're like a Borg. In my generation, we call them the Borg <laughs> <laughs> from Star Trek, that bee culture with all them big things in their head. So... <laughs> Because <laughs> you understand great. that stuff, this is good. I do. Did you feel supported? Do. do you feel like we, you got a little like
4: That's, you know? It's it's paradoxical because I think I've been wanting to kind of do less because I feel so overwhelmed. But I think what you're saying, both of you, is to channel it outward, and then I'll actually feel some relief.
0: Well, I think you'll feel relief, and I think you'll be guided by the response of the public of which one is most interesting, which one most interests the world around you. And then the others will just be like your personal interest. You do what you want. But if you're seeing that people are valuing them – that will feed you and then you'll know that's the drug because clearly they like to hear about the bees. Let's try some, some other topic. Sure. You have like little tips, your place just to go whenever you're in the mood and share knowledge. That's all. No obligation to it. It's a, your blog. You're not doing it for anybody else. Eventually, advertising. Eventually, you know, you get sponsors and then you're, you know, Oprah. But Linda's a star. <laughs> I don't know if I want get that far, but that's good. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking big. Thank you, sweetheart, so much for oh, calling. And you guys
4: again. are invaluable. Well,
0: <laughs> you are. Thank you. Thank you. You, you
4: watch your talk, I can tell. And doll. I just thank so you for all that you give us.
0: You're so. such a doll. Thanks, oh, I love you
4: guys.
1: Thank
0: you. Okay. Thanks, honey. Good night. <laughs> Oh, I just feel those hugs. They're so cool. Ah, Thanks, Mo. That was nice. Very good. I loved that you called her a Renaissance woman. I saw you two exchanging tie-dye shirts in my mind. I, <laughs> know, I, know, that, yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling that she's talking about, Mark, because
1: I always liken it to a, a terrible analogy, and that's like a big zit, you know? <laughs> you get that, you know, when you're in, in high school and you get that big zit on your cheek and, you pop. and it, it hurts and, it, it, you know, <laughs> you're... Thinking, God, when is this thing? It has to pop.
0: You have to get rid of it, you know. And then everything's fine. That's you know? so funny. She said we walk our talk, and Greg in the in the chat room goes, "Mark can walk." I think that these people have cameras in my house. <laughs> to stuff. Okay. They don't know about the hover round. You know? <laughs> oh gosh! I like dog. Come push me. I want some coffee. Okay, uh, Eric seven one four, please. Uh, Okay. Okay.
3: Hi. Yes, hi, it's Elizabeth in Fullerton.
0: Hey, Elizabeth, you were the one. How are you?
3: Yeah, I don't know why my number didn't show up.
0: Well, you know, it's technology messing with us. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing well, but you tell me and then we'll both know
0: okay okay you're a cancer <laughs> cancer rising we already know you're a chosen one and um <laughs> i have to laugh at that just in case the audience doesn't know and then um you were born on the full moon you're a capricorn moon girl that's amazing um so yeah. now okay i'll just briefly say what i think is going on and then you can tell me whether you know needs to start throwing some cards and backing me up um Right now, what it looks like there's a there's a change going on inside your home. Uh, there's a change in, in your sense of who you are. Um, there things are um, there's a desire in you to give some form to something that has been sort of, I don't know what the reaction to be, but there's a there's a desire to root. And to, to finally make something, uh, purposeful happen. I don't know what that is. It seems pretty vague, I know, but it is a, a personal desire. It could be happening within the home. There could have been a change in your home somewhere, but, uh, it looks like there's a push to, um, bring something into form that you've been wanting. And so there's a little frustration as a result of that, I would imagine. And also it looks like they're coming into a time when you're changing how you want to give back to the world. You've been working really hard. You're a caretaker. A lot of your life has been taking care of people, you know, giving them guidance, giving them information, whatever. And we're coming to a time when you're starting to want to chuck all that and do something completely different, I think, with your life. And I think it's uh, you're really getting this urge to break away or break free. Does any of that seem fitting?
3: Wow. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Oh, good. Okay. Very so then spot we're...
3: on. Oh, my goodness.
0: Okay, good, good, good. So now we're going to take it and we're going to segue, let most of the cards and see if we can bring in a picture that sort of further supports the information, and then we'll keep exchanging, if that's okay.
1: All right, Elizabeth, are yeah. you changing relationships right now? Well, I'm out of one. Okay. Um, I feel uh, I'm happy, single, and free. Good. Well, happy, single, and free is exactly how you should be. Yeah. Uh, for a while, I predict that it's not going to be a forever sort of thing. You are going to meet someone, at least from what I'm seeing. But this time... It's going to be good, all right? At least it looks that way to me. However, what I see is that you actually don't need anyone in your life, and that's Mm-mm. the blessing. Yeah. You're saying to yourself, you know what? I'm fine on my own. I'm I'm just floating along with the breeze, right? You know, that sort of thing. <laughs> and that's exactly how you should feel, and that's exactly where you should be. And you are about to enter, I think, one of the best times of your life. Ooh, I love that. Indeed.
0: What do you think, Elizabeth? How are we doing? Did we lose you? We might have lost her, Mo. I think she hung up on me uh, because Because I sang. Kidding. Maybe he got muted somehow. Elizabeth, listen, don't (laughs) panic. It's all good. Mo's messing with you. We know he's probably spot on. So here's the thing. you Just a couple things to keep in mind. I think he's absolutely, I'm going to assume he's right on because he always is. And we're having Venus in Aries now, and it's coming to the very top of your chart. So I'm just going to tell you a little trick. In about one week, and it lasts for about a week, you can get whatever you want. If you have a job, if you're working, Just smile. The world's going to smile with you, seriously. And take advantage of it. I remember every time Venus hit the top of my chart, my work, my people at the store, they hated me because I come down and go, today, my, you know what, does not sting. And people would come in and bring me flowers. It was so funny. They all hated me. But I worked. Venus Venus must have been at the top of your chart for years at a time. Well, that's what you all mean, but it was hell on my end. (laughs) I love my Venus. That is so good. So anyway, Elizabeth, thank you so much. Mo, that was sweet. Thanks for following up. I love that we're, we're on a roll. This is fun. Hey, Val, do we have somebody that doesn't have an area code that looks like a Skype person? 360 is what it says here. Maybe. Okay, let's try it. Yay. Yes, <laughs> I'm going uh, to you all yay before I, I we're done auto. with you. <laughs> What's your name? Shannon. Shannon, how are you?
3: I'm doing awesome.
0: Oh, you have such a sweet, awesome sound to you. You're, in a, you're a Pisces with Aquarius rising and a sad moon, aren't you? I am. See, I picked that up psychically, really. Did no, you know I didn't. I was going to say, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> she was the area code that was written on top of that chart. But what a sweet, sweet, sweet chart you have. I'm not kidding, Mo. This chart is adorable. Moon, Jupiter, Neptune, all right there together. That You can't get much sweeter than that know, in but... Sagittarius. There's such, a, there's such a message you have for the world. That little Pisces sun sign. What do you do, Shannon? And she's gonna say, that's what I'm calling y'all for. What? Sorry, go.
3: No, actually I do psychic development work and that's why I'm calling because I have the nudge that I really want to travel and teach this year and I want to, I want to know what the charts say.
0: Wow, that is so exciting. First of all, please do that because you are such a gift. You're gifted at that. You're a gifted teacher. Anybody with that much sads? And it's Psychic Development, which is Neptune, Jupiter, Moon, please. That's like you are spot on the money. This is awesome. You have Venus at the top, right on your ascendant. You're a beautiful person. You have on the inside and out. Um, The cycle that you're in right now, let me see here. I'm looking for Jupiter. Oh my goodness. I think by I think after this Mars retrograde which is going to be right at the end of April for in my personal opinion, I think what we're going to see is you teaching that in a big way. Now, are you going to move? You think or no? I you- would
3: Yes. In fact, that's one of the things I keep thinking right around June. I keep getting the message move, Ooh, move, move.
0: That's exactly yes. when it is. I'm not kidding. That's beautiful. Really? Yes, I'm ah. not kidding. Is Jupiter is going to hit that Saturn, which is on your fourth house cusp. There's going to be opening city. And let me tell you, in June, it goes into Gemini, opposes that very trilogy of planets I just raved about. And that is saying to me, you're going to be a wind is going to get under you. You're going to be able to pick up and go. What a lovely chart. What a lovely time. Let's see if Mo confirms it.
1: I see just the same sort of thing. Get out there and uh, and do it, do it, do it. Because it's a you know, Shannon, you've got this bubbly energy. You love to teach. You love to connect with people. Um, you know, be patient with it. Because anyone who's ever done this work professionally, as you've done, will say you can't do it for the money. You know, I mean, it can be okay, but yep, yep. but you have to love it. You have to have that passion. Because there are times when it you know it's not about. It's it's not about what we do. It's about what we are and who we are. And I can see that you're one of us. So don't don't be frustrated. I think you're going to do some traveling. Uh, kind of a traveling lecture series is what I see for you. That's oh, what I want gosh. to do. Yay!
3: Oh my gosh, you guys, my eyes are watering. Joy, joy,
0: oh, joy! Oh, Shannon, you are so good at what you do. It's so sweet, and you're so you're you're so genuine. Where are you? Where do you hang out? Like what state? Well,
3: I'm actually in England. I'm a transplant from the United States. So I was laughing when I was on hold listening to a guy who was from England who went back to
0: the States. Oh, yeah. Our first caller. Do you know, like, our English people? Like, do you know Erica or or, uh, Anna Taylor?
3: I I do have Anna on my friends list, but I don't know know her. But oh, yeah, I know that's
0: so is. sweet! I love that. Well, she's easy to get to know. In fact, she might be. She just wrote and said, "I'm going. I'm I'm probably not going to be able to keep my eyes open any longer." But she is a sweetheart, and so is Erica. If you get a chance, y'all maybe make a, a coffee or t- oh no, it'd be tea, wouldn't it? A tea date. <laughs> and get to know each other i think that's so sweet and just like (laughs) on on behalf of us because it's like you really what mo said you're one of us that that you feel you're just not and i don't mean us like this clan of the one too but -hmm. it's like one of the people who want to take this thing this this psychic thing and spread it in a sweet way to the world and you you do and you have that and i just think it's awesome so thank you so much for calling in you feel supported then right
3: i do you guys are awesome thank you
0: Thank, thank you. Shannon, thank you so much. Bye bye, Shannon. <laughs> Bye-bye. Well, we're almost, we're almost out of time. I can't believe this. So I want to wrap things up a little bit with your, um, class. I want to make right. sure that people know how to get to that class. Now, the, the, what to confirm some things tonight. Those prices are going to get raised 12. Yeah. Dollars over at 1-2 Academy. Please sign up. Join me there. I'm going to be there, you guys. You actually dial from your phone. So you go pay for the class, right? You pay for it today because it's $12 today. The class is actually going to be offered on the 15th. This is the introduction to right. the Tarot. Then we call in an 800 number that you're emailed. And you punch in your special code, and and Mo talks to you, and you can you can talk back if if it's if it requires. But it's an introduction to what you're about to see if you want to commit to this right. amazing exploration of the Crowley Tarot. And I have to tell you, for as many years as I've known Mo, I could take that class 150 times. There are still things I. I use when I'm pooling cards for people. Um, so, go ahead, Mo, I'll let you say a word about You know, that. I was but just
1: going to say, it, it's one of those things that you learn about... Oh, Dory in the chat room asked, do you need the Thoth deck for the first class? No, not for the first class. However, um, if you decide to take the class, uh, the one that starts on the 29th, which will be the beginning of the Master Tarot class, yes, you'll need the Thoth deck, because that's the deck that you... If you learn the Thoth deck, you can read with playing cards. You can read with uh, Pog caps, I don't know what that is anymore, but you can <laughs> read with almost anything, you know. And so, it's, it's really about learning Tarot because Tarot is very specific in this deck. And Mark, you know, I just yesterday discovered something else you know and it's like wow yeah it's like i love this i've been working with this deck for over 35 years and still i I learn something new every every week so if if,
0: if you were going to learn something that's who you'd want to learn it from the person who has been doing it for that many years and who can speak it as a second language and that's why it's so important i think that people understand why this is important now i'm trying to paste in the um I'm trying to paste in the link to your class, and for some reason, it never, I always get the, like, here, wait a minute. I think it's going to let me. Allow this application to access the clipboard. Okay, good. Yeah, I think it's going to let me. Okay, let me see. So if that link it showed truncated up it for it you all, you. yeah, truncated is fine. It'll still work. Oh, yeah, it'll still work. Okay. So that's the class to actually for the big, big class, you guys. That's not for the small one. That's uh, the short one, introduction. That's right. this, um, uh, the 15th. So you have to go to 12academy.com. Look, look at Mo's Intro to Tarot class and then take a peek at the other classes there. These advisors are not slouches, I can promise you. These are people who put it on the line, everything that they understand. Okay. So look for that intro to the, to the um, Master Tarot class and then come hear what he has to say about it because you guys are going to be sold. It's really amazing
1: if you want to learn to row if you've ever want to learn to row i i I'm, i've taught it to hundreds of people and i love and i haven't taught in in really a couple of decades almost i'm ready to teach i'm anxious to teach love to have you there and the price is going to change um but i want you to take that first class and then i, I we'll talk about that on Wednesday. Yeah, ever.
0: there's a system involved, absolutely. The the first class is the most expensive class, the one I just pasted, because what happens is once you commit to the first class, which is a requirement, the other classes are half, about half right. of that. So right. don't worry about that. The first class is just a way to make sure that you understand that everybody's got to take the first one. And so mm-hmm. the total ends up being way less than when we had to right. see him from Mo in person. So um, <laughs> <laughs> Mo is hardcore. That's <laughs> right. And and one of the finest teachers around. I'm not oh, kidding. I'm so proud thank to have you. Mark. Oh, God, your wisdom is just unbeatable. Oh, so you. everybody listen, this is a Scorpio moon. This week ahead is one of those that you could use to, to extend love, to not be sensitive about Valentine's Day. If you're like, oh, Valentine's Day, we all the weird stuff around Valentine's Day, it's another day. And it's another day for you to extend to the world that you are love, that you understand love, and that you don't need any candy heart to feel worth anything, right? So be, be be about the love thing for yourselves. Don't get into the don't get into the hype around this holiday, but do enjoy it and remember Valentine's Day means you are loved because you are. I'm going to um want to thank my guest Mo Abdelbaki. You can find Mo over at 12listen.com. He has a Facebook link up, but really all the stuff is linked. If you click his picture at one dot listencom he does readings there. He You heard him. He's remarkable, and he's fast. And, Mo, thank you for sharing you. all your wisdom with us. I'm excited about your class. Yeah, me it's, too. And, of course, I'll be on tomorrow night. <laughs> so you're out of That's Mo's right. Mind. Mo has a radio show. <laughs> you guys, Monday nights, if you haven't heard it, it's on tomorrow night, um, out of Mo's mind. What time, Pacific, Mo? 6, uh, 6 p.m., yes. You guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, us. Mark. Thank you Mo, very, thank
1: very you. much.
0: Yeah, it was, was so amazing. much fun. You're the best. Thank you. uh, we'll be here again Tuesday at Hay House Radio, you guys, at 9 uh, o'clock Pacific. Thank you for coming here to 1-2 Radio. Enjoy yourselves. Thanks, Whitney, for all your beautiful music. And thank you guys for being loving. Uh, we'll be here again next week. Thanks, Val. Wonderful producing.